Bonjour, Luzon. Day set, uh, eight. <laughs> day eight is uh, in the bag now. Uh, rather short day. I'm joined once again, as always, by Wojciech Narkowski. Hello, everybody. And uh, we were probably going to set the record for shortest episode today. So um, don't be uh, don't be placing any high hopes on this episode. Uh, today, all we have to talk about is luge and ice hockey. And unless you have any reason, Wojciech, why we shouldn't, I think we're just going to get right on into it. Yeah, so maybe we'll start with the with the ice hockey. Although it was the the event that took place afternoon, not morning. But if it's the time for beat the record, so why not to change a little thing uh, about uh, the hours and, and the and the order? So uh, we had the first game was between Sweden and Slovakia. That was the women's game of uh, six team tournament on ice hockey. And it was uh, quite an interesting game uh, with three uh, two victory of uh, th- of Sweden. Uh, however, we need to admit that Slovakia played uh, really well at that game, and uh, and uh, their loss might be a little bit uh, a little bit surprising for me. I was thinking that Slovakia would be uh, would be a little uh, would win this game, but well. Maybe that was just my my uh, mistake for prediction, uh, but surely the uh, more uh, bigger surprise was uh, the, the second game, when Czech Republic lost zero one to Switzerland. While well, we know that Czech Republic, uh, along with Slovakia earlier on, Czechoslovakia was uh, one of the is one of the best nations in ice hockey, while Switzerland is just becoming this uh, this very good nation. So winning by Switzerland over Czech Republic still seems to be a little bit surprise. Yeah, some interesting games today in the in the first round. Um, uh, both notably going into uh, a penalty shootout, of course. I mean, just a shootout. I don't think they call it a penalty shootout. Just a shootout, uh, of course. Uh, at the youth level, it's just three shots each. Although even um, even the Sweden-Slovakia game needed an extra shot to decide it. Uh, Sweden coming out on top, which was expected as they were uh, the heavy favorites, um, doing very well at the recent uh, IIHF uh, um, uh, U18 Women's World Championships in the uh, top division. Uh, Slovakia, of course, getting relegated in those championships. But um, what was interesting is that Slovakia was notably a younger team here with an average age of 14 years old, as where Sweden's average age was somewhere in the 15-year-old range. But uh, very interesting implications for the tournament, obviously. Uh, Slovakia is going to have to win their next game in order to uh, make it to the semifinals. Uh, Sweden should be okay, especially since they are the favorites, though. Obviously, that puts them on shaky ground. Interesting also with the Czechs being the favorites. Actually, Sweden and Czech Republic played in the gold medal match in 2016. And that was kind of expected to be what was going to happen this year as well. Although Switzerland immediately throwing a wrench uh, into that prediction. Uh, maybe using that home support. No goals uh, scored notably in that game either. Um, the only goals scored were obviously the the goal you get by winning uh, the shootout, which Switzerland did uh, 2-0. So um, very interesting game today. This is this is going to be a tournament to watch. It's going to be a fun tournament, I think. It's going to be um, – seems like it's going to be rather competitive, and it seems like we're going to have um, maybe some fun hockey on paper, though today I have to admit – uh, the hockey wasn't all that uh, interesting. The skill level wasn't um, well. The skill level was was good for this level, but it just wasn't up there at what we'd expect from the Olympic level, of course. But um, most hockey players don't come into their prime until their their mid or, or early twenties, so that's to be expected from a U sixteen tournament. 
Um, but yes, this is definitely a tournament to keep our eyes on. Yeah, so uh, we'll follow with the, with the next topic and I think the last topic of today's podcast, which will be Luge. And uh, we'll start with the uh, women's singles. And well, why shall we be surprised? This is the silver, the gold, and the silver goes to Germany. So Meryl Balu Frebel from Germany taking gold medal, with uh, Jessica Dorin Degenhardt taking uh, silver medal, and the bronze goes to Russia, uh, Diana Loginova. Yeah, uh, definitely the, uh, the the German sweep could have been called for early. Uh, notably here. We see um, Frabel um, about a point two up on Dagan Hart and Loganova, but then it's a long way back to fourth. Uh, fourth was Caitlin Nash from Canada, but she was zero point eight, almost towards zero uh, point nine down, which is obviously for anyone who follows Luge quite a ra- uh, a large gap. Um, right behind her, of course, we had uh, Yuliana Tunitskaya of um, of Ukraine. And then even further back, uh, only the top five within a second of the winner as uh, Karina Baziutu of uh, Romania coming in sixth there, uh, 1.1 back. So um, a slightly uncompetitive um, luge. Um, what's interesting about these luge is that some of the athletes we'll see in the games actually haven't been practicing their sports at the international level that long. But the FIL actually has quite a good junior and youth circuit. So quite a few of these athletes might have been on that circuit for actually a few years now. So um, definitely not a good sign for future Olympics, maybe. Um, although I will admit that uh, the likes of Christers Aperiodes, of course, from uh, Latvia is a youth Olympic champion, and we really haven't seen him produce um, much at the elite level. So this doesn't seem to be a, a good measure. Sometimes uh, events at the youth Olympics are better just to be taken on their own. So this might be one of the cases, although I have a feeling uh, German domination and lose will, will continue for quite a while. Another thing to note about this women's race, of course, is the large um, gap down the 24th place, last place, which is Adriana Adam of uh, Moldova. Always fun to see Moldova at the games, though uh, this wasn't the performance they were hoping for as she finished uh, 8.2 seconds down, which is quite a lot uh, for two runs of luge. Although I will admit, I saw her start uh, via the Youth Olympic uh, Games Instagram story today, and I think my grandma has started on a luge uh, faster than she has, so that might explain... Uh, some of the time loss there. And it's also worth, of course, noting um, our our Oceania competitor uh, in the competition today, Ella Cox of New Zealand, coming in 18th out of 24. So um, a decent finish for her. Only uh, 2.9 off the pace, though that's a large gap, obviously, coming from a nation with almost no history in luge. Uh, some in natural track luge, but not really much in um, artificial track luge. It's uh, good to see... New Zealand performing well, actually splitting the two Slovakian girls um, in Slovakia, obviously having a history in luge. So a good performance for New Zealand and maybe a not so good one for Moldova. Yes, and talking about the German sweeping, we also had the gold for Germany in the men's doubles event with uh, Mari Tiger and Valentin Steuter uh, in the first place in that event. Uh, head of Latvians, uh, Artis Lipins, Kaspas Rinks, and Russians, Mikhail Karnakuhov and Yuri Chirva. And these were the only ones to, man- to manage uh, to get into the gap uh, lower than one second as the fourth place. Uh, Poland, Kacper Imiowek and Łukasz Maćkała were uh, just uh, were uh, one second, one comma three, 63 seconds behind uh, the winners, Germans, just ahead of Slovakia. 
and the sixth place was taken by the Chinese Taipei. So quite an quite a surprise, I think. Although their gap is uh, is very very big with uh, with uh, two over two seconds. Also, the seventh place Bulgaria had over four seconds, which is really huge. And the further we go, the the bigger, of course, it it becomes the the gap. Well, just to round off our places here, very small field. Uh, that's one of the most notable things about this doubles event is that we saw 11 entries. One of them didn't start today and one of them got disqualified. So technically, we only have nine finishers of the uh, men's doubles event, which doesn't signal very good things for the futures of men's doubles. Though I will say that most doubles uh, pairings don't really form till later in the career, it seems. So that might not be a big deal. Um, yes, very interesting results. I, I would like to say that... Um, Poland and Slovakia's times aren't well ref- uh, reflected in the overall result. They both kind of stuck with the top three in one of the runs, and then had each of them had a run where they really just uh, lost quite a bit of time. So they were up there. The top five seemed to be doing rather well. Uh, I would say that the performance from our from our boys from Chinese Taipei is also very good, actually. Um, we generally see them with quite large gaps uh, at the FIL level, but uh, today uh, they're really showing that they do have maybe have a future in these sports. Um, beating out the likes of the U.S., who, of course, has had medalists in, in luge, not in the doubles in a while, but we've had a singles medalist, uh, Chris Mazder, uh, at the last games, of course. So it is um, definitely uh, a good result for them. Same with Bulgaria. Um, we've only ever, I've only ever seen Bulgarian with a single slider uh, at the World Cup level, so it's good to see them investing in the sport. Uh, obviously, quite a large gap there with 4.116 back from the uh, German winners, but uh, encouraging results nonetheless. I can't say the same for the Americans. Uh, quite disappointing there, but as I said, the U.S. doubles don't form till later in their career, so I'm sure this is something that we kind of just scrapped together at the last minute. And we see Slovenia with the doubles, which is also uh, a great sign because we've only ever seen I've only ever seen them with singles at the World Cup level as well. Uh, even though they finished about seven seconds back, that's okay. Uh, and the reason for the disqualification of the Ukrainian team, just because I had read the uh, official communication on that earlier uh, was for heated runners. It's a big no-no in luge, so you can't have your you can't have runners hotter than the ice. And uh, Ukraine did, so that led to their disqualification. I'm not sure what their times were. I can't see them on my results here, but um, hopefully they didn't lose a medal because that that would that would be unfortunate for them. Maybe you have um, you have any? Pr- uh, I do have one more thing I want to talk about, but I'll ask you first. Do you have any prediction contest reminders for us today? Well, yes. Yeah, so just to remind you that uh, we have the deadline for for some questions uh, tomorrow. Uh, not only the daily questions for day uh, nine, but also we have one of them for the car link, uh, which is the question number sixty-seven. So please be aware of that and please predict predict that before the uh, before the event start. Uh, and for tomorrow already, I will remind you that the question seventy-two will also have deadline on uh, on the nineteenth, so so uh, the next day. So please be aware of that, and I hope that today I will manage to get the uh, the provisional standings to the forum. As uh, as I did, I, I'm very sorry that I didn't uh, do that uh, yesterday. And uh, of course, I will also uh, remind everyone that tomorrow is a live trivia day which might be an issue for me since I'll be up in the mountains. So we'll see how I do. Um, but um, yes, of course, we can all look forward um, to participating in that. Well, hopefully I can. And um, yes, continue participation in the prediction contest. We can look forward to as well. Although it looks like our user, uh, Hey Woodoo, seems to be running away with uh, that one. So 
might be a competition for silver and bronze at this point. One of the, I believe I'm holding one of those two uh, positions, but of course, any of you could challenge me on a good day. So we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about today uh, was uh, I did see an official communication from the FIS concerning the Alpine skiing event. It's official communication three for Alpine skiing. Um, it is titled women's giant slalom results have been updated. And what we should know about this is that the three athletes who were stuck in the gondola that I mentioned, I believe a few days ago, uh, which ended up disqualifying them because they weren't able to reach the start house in time to take their runs. Uh, they've all been awarded official rankings in the event um, because the FIS deemed that it was out of their control to make the start and that they shouldn't be punished for it. So we see uh, Maisa Kivamaki of Finland is now ranked 38th in the women's giant slalom. Nina Kirkonze uh, from Georgia is now ranked 39th in the slalom. And uh, Hanley Vandermeer, uh, from South Africa is now ranked 40th in the event, which means that South Africa has now finished three events at the games. And it's important for her because uh, I read that she actually did special training just for the giant Psalm and felt really gutted not to have uh, been able to complete the event. So that ranking for her will be definitely a bittersweet um, present when she gets back to South Africa. I believe the, the athletes flew out today or yesterday, so she might not know about that yet, but hopefully when she finds out, she'll be uh, pleased with her efforts at the games. And, uh, Wojciech, if you don't have anything else, I think we're going to have to call it a day. Yes, I think that's that's a good time for to say goodbye. All right, everyone, we'll have a wonderful uh, – we both wish you a wonderful day and good night. Good night.